everybody. Here we have uh, this guy. He's awesome. He produces and creator of the show Comics Watching Comics on Amazon Prime. Give it up for your headliner, Kevin Goatee. Give it for Jonesy, guys, huh? Doesn't he look like if Biff Ten from Back to the Future had four DWIs? <laughs> I'm just putting the second coat on now, Mr. McFly. <laughs> Type of guy that had to get a paper to take a fucking bite to a DWI. Meeting. Okay, all right, move on. Uh, give up all the comments you saw tonight, right? Give it up. Good job. Greg, if I could give you one piece of advice, at the end of every set, all you should do is look out in the crowd and say three words. John Clayton, ESPN. Okay. Four sports fans in the crowd. Good. That's all I'm here. Not every joke is for everybody. Ladies, how are you tonight? You're all dressed up for two things. Comedy and dick. What is going on? She's all like, I'm all pink bunnied up tonight, girls. We're going out. Good. You guys were here for the other guys. See, you all the cheering. Sports. What's the guy's name you're here for? You're like, hey, we're here for Brandon. Are you, who's Brandon's buddy here? Which, which? Your Brandon's brother? brother. Your, your brother? Yeah. You're like, why don't you quit now, asshole? You're not that fucking funny. <laughs> Stick to your stupid major ultimate frisbee. <laughs> and wasted mom and dad's hard-earned seven years in college. <laughs> Get a real job, you punk. Dad's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> How many people told you you look like Tony Bennett with a mustache? So the guy runs on dicks uh, and corporate America. I seen in some of the bit, uh, even though we plugged in like a two minute bit. You got to listen to the whole bit when he was at um, Jonesy's Comedy Club um, up up north, guys. Uh, it was like a 24, 25 minute bit that he did um, set there at the comedy club. A funny guy. Uh, you know, I've listened to some of his uh, comedy. Um Familiar with some of his work. I know that, you know, uh, he's been doing this for quite some time. And uh, we're going to get uh, a little bit about him as we bring him in uh, shortly, guys. Uh, but without further ado, I want to I want to bring uh, Joseph in. Sorry, Joseph. Running a little late. Has have, had some flatulence uh, issues here in the studio. Yeah, buddy. Hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, so I hear and... Uh... No offense to Shaky, but it's good that he took a dump because we all know he's full of shit and he needed to excrete some of it. But I'm thump. Yeah. Sorry, Shaky. Yeah. Couldn't resist the joke. At, no, at, no, at no. At your he's... expense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the and yeah. the other thing is. My apologies to the audience. I understand my background was backwards a few episodes. Thank you, Michael, for pointing that out. And the reason that is, is because uh, you could see occasionally there's ghost issues still, even with my higher definition 1080p camera, it's still defaulting to 720. 720 is still pretty good. Uh, but I tried to set the reverse camera, mirror camera setting, hoping that it might correct something. But it doesn't just mirror or reverse what the camera is picking up. 
it mirrors or reverses the entire stream. So that's why you saw my background backwards, folks, for a couple episodes. And uh, yeah, yeah, one, one yeah, I <laughs> I see that. Hold that thought, Joseph. And, and we, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you have your backdrop all correctly. Uh, kind of sucks that the ghosting is still available there, but. Uh, we'll have to look into the network uh, settings. Hopefully, we can get that right. Yeah. Well, it it's uh, the issue of my lily white face on the somewhat bright background. The buildings are beiges, light brown, so the color contrast isn't as significant. Now, I could correct that. I could wear blackface, and there'd be a direct oh, contrast. No. But we all know Jimmy Kimmel, Sarah Silverman, Justin Trudeau, Joy Behar, and uh, Governor Northam are the only ones that can get away with that these days. <laughs> well, Joseph, what do you call her? Joyless Behar? Yes, exactly. Is that what you call her? Yeah, Joyless? Yes, thank you. Why is she joyless? Well, well she, she's never upbeat or happy. She's always got a burr up her bleep. Since I know we're going to be going on terrestrial radio with the broadcast, I'm trying to make sure I censor myself starting now <laughs> to make oh, sure man, I don't... you got to watch that, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah, Jacksonville's going to put the hammer on us on our fir first fucking episode when we go up to terrestrial. I'll, I'll, i got to watch I'll, it. i, I got to watch I'll, my I'll, fucking language, too. You, you just did it. The F-bomb. You just did it. you got to start watching that. And no under... Un, uh, what? What's the, uh, Spit it oh, out, me undies, no me undies, protect my pussy or pinch my penis ads. <laughs> oh God, Joseph, they're going to have to uh, fuck it. Producer shaky. I hope I, you know, I hope he can make it when we, you know, when, when we do the recording, man, he's going to have to put the fucking sensor beeps in it. That's all you're going to hear the whole fucking show. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. It's going to. Now I understand why they kicked Howard Stern off of uh, 92.3 K-Rock before he went over to Sirius. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, we, but, uh, we know Howard Stern well. A lot of people don't know this about Howard. Howard Stern, one of his early radio stations, was here in Detroit. W4, www, W4 Country in Detroit is where he kind of really launched and, you know, he was one of the knuckleheads on the air and, of course, you know, uh, expanded out into his raunch A routine. total prostitute, uh, okay. You know, yeah, that was terrestrial. So, yeah, they, they, a lot of double entendres and a lot of hinting and, you know, uh, a lot of careful jokes about sex and that. Uh, but yeah, we all know Howard yeah. Stern real well, and I'm not really a fan. He's an asshole. He's a jerk. He's a God, moron. Geez, Joseph. <laughs> I love. Well, well, I love Don Imus. Imus to me. Yeah, I was gonna say Howard's not gonna be our big fan if he hears this show. Jeez, all right. So, enough about Howard, buddy. Like, what do you think of this guest we're about to bring on? Uh, comedian, voiceover, actor. Uh, he has his own show. Uh, I mean, he, he's no stranger in the laughing factory, so to yeah. speak. You know what I mean? Well, I definitely want to talk to him about voiceovers. 
because uh, I may need to want I may want to hire him to voice over my how to write a book and get it published audio version. You know, there you go. <laughs> you never know. You never know. It can happen to anyone at any time, anywhere. Phone batteries die in the most unfortunate moments. There is a modern solution to this problem. A power bank rental service, Recharge City. It works very simply. Find the nearest establishment in the app, scan the QR code on the station, and take the power bank. You can return it anywhere. More than 1,000 new locations are already available. Discover the world of power bank sharing with Recharge City. But uh, without further ado, guys, I want to bring on uh, Mr. Kevin Goatee. Kevin, welcome to the show, pal. How's it going? Boys, how's it going? What's new and exciting? Okay, wait a minute. That's... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, hold the presses. First off, how can you have that name and be clean shaven? Because I don't look good with much facial hair. That's why. Yeah, well, goatee's got to have a goatee. I mean, you need a nope. paste, paste on one for the stage just for the joke. Yeah, it doesn't work like that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Kevin, man, I've been checking you out. You know, we we kind of plugged you into the uh, beginning of the show with your uh, appearance at uh, Jonesy's Comedy Club, uh, which I listened to the entire, uh, just about twenty five. I think it was about twenty five minutes, right? Yeah, about twenty five minute. Uh, That's an old uh, set one. Holy you shit! You dug deep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was an old one, but uh, it, it seemed to be that, you know, you were on your game, man. Oh, thanks. Uh, just getting into comedy, it seemed, right? Just about there? Yeah, no, I, I, was, I guess it was a good night. Man, I, I don't even remember that. At all. I'm not trying to be like coy. I just, I really don't remember that. Just throw some shit on YouTube sometimes, and, you know, it's, it's been a while. But, yeah, I guess, if, if hey, man, if you dug it, I'm happy to hear that. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for the kind words. I'll, I, I'll give you a remembrance, a flashback, a Tony Bennett reference that's real gonna get that gen z audience for you yeah well <laughs> some I, I write the jokes for me not for everybody else yeah my friends. so let's just let's just get that out there yeah yeah so you know it seemed to be uh your 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 comedy run there it seemed to be like nothing but like back to the future <laughs> corporate america a couple little uh donald trump jokes but uh, hey, the, the audience loved it, and a little bit of uh, dick jokes and stuff like that. Uh, but the audience seemed to love it. I like to mix it, it up. Yeah, I like a to, really good night. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I like to mix it up. I like to I like to jump around, dance around. I don't I don't focus on one area. That's just not me. I'm not a I'm not a blank you know fill in the blank comic. I'm a I'm a all around kind of fella. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I love it. So so tell us a little bit about the comedy. How did you get into comedy, uh, Kevin? I mean, there's no. It's not. It's funny. It's, it's not like you apply for a job or you have a LinkedIn profile or a resume. It's just you just show up at an open mic and you just show up at other ones after that and you just do it over and over and over and over and over. And then uh, you can label yourself a comic. I mean, this is the only industry where you can do it once. You go, well, I'm a comedian. You can't just you know take one day of med school and say, well, I'm a doctor. I know, but it's, it's, it's a very different – it's a different industry in that sense. But no, I just did a – open mics to start out for the first like six months and it started doing shows and you know that that's how you become a comic there again there is no formal vetting process you know there's no gatekeeper determining who's good and who can who can stay around and who stinks and should be booted out 
Well, along those lines, Kevin, I have met a few lawyers that I think got their degrees out of a crackerjack box that would fit that. I'm a lawyer. I, I, I studied a course one time. I'm going to hang a shingle out category. Oh, you're writing jokes now. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to, since you mentioned that, I got to share one with you that's in my terror strikes coming soon to a city near you with a book copyrighted in 2006. I'm hearing similar jokes now. It's about time some of the comedians are catching up because it's an obvious joke. Guy walks into a bar, says, hey, bartender, give me a Coke with Viagra in it. Bartender looks at him kind of funny, says, I need a really stiff drink. Put on. I think I, you, you, you need to say you need to see yourself out right now and never do that joke again. <laughs> Joseph, we put the fucking hammer on you. That's it. No more jokes for you. It would be funny if we give you a couple of, uh, you know, uh, whiskey sours or, you know, something with uh, liquor or heavy alcohol. Maybe you'll get a couple I, of laughs. I laughed, I, I laughed harder getting my mail than that joke. <laughs> God. So, so yeah, man, uh, comedy, uh, voiceovers, yeah. uh, you got your own podcast now, man. Uh, how did that all come into to, together with, with all that? I mean, obviously, comedy and voiceovers, they kind of piggyback off of one another in the same industry. But podcasting, man, how did you get into podcasting? So I would disagree with you on that. I would say podcasting and comedy go hand in hand, but not voiceover. Voiceover was kind of... I don't want to say thrust upon me, but basically it was four or five people, different people in a time frame saying, Hey man, you ever consider voiceover? I go, no. And then one night after, because they say, Oh, you got a really good voice for it. I go, I just, okay, thanks. That's a nice compliment. And then one night after a gig, I'll never forget. It was in the lower East side in the subway. One of the guys I was with a comic, he said, Hey man, you got a good voice for voiceover. You ever think about doing that? I go, I said, you're like the fifth person to tell me this in a whatever time frame." And he goes, well, I got a guy I work with that he's a voiceover guy, and he'll tell you flat out, like, he's not going to take your money if you think he's if he thinks you stink. He'll be like, hey, you got the goods. Let's give this a shot. We'll do a reel. Then we'll do some practice and all that. Or he'll be like, you know what, man? Not for you. Not your not your uh, not your thing. So I said, all right, nothing to lose. So I gave it a try and uh, went to the guy's his coach, and the dude was like, yeah, man, you got something here on you. So that's how that's how it is. And you you create a reel and then you submit it. You get picked up by an agency, and then you get these auditions. And then before COVID, you'd go to a lot of these uh, recording studios, you know, sent to you by your agent. And you read the script, get the script sometimes the night before or the day of, and you'd sit there and you'd read and wait for them to call your name. You'd go in, you'd read a, you'd give a few reads, and then they would determine if they liked you or not. There's nothing worse. So getting a uh, call, it's called being put on hold. Like, okay, it's between you and one other person. So they're asking that you block off tomorrow at 12 to record if you're that person. It's like I'd rather not yeah. know that because I mean a lot of the time I don't know I I didn't count my 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 success rate but you, you know you get that call you're like ah you're not the guy or or you are the guy it's just but it, it, there's nothing worse than that that 24 hour waiting period You'll go are you the guy or you're not the guy I just, I just rather again not know and say hey congrats you got it so you doing yeah. mostly voiceover video or because uh, as you can see on the screen there uh, Mike and I have books oh, I can't see that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I could t no, I could completely see it. it's it's fucking plastered everywhere. How can you not see it? Yeah. That hey, promote, promote, promote. 
I'm right. a shameless promoter. You gotta promote. You don't say. But, yeah. <laughs> but you've got. Uh, yeah, I'm, have I'm you a. Done any books? Hold on, shows. Audio books. Yeah, go ahead. No, I haven't done audio books because the juice isn't worth the squeeze financially. They'll say, oh, you know, $5,000 for this gig. I go, oh, cool. They'll go, oh, it's a 700-page book. I go, fuck you. That's not worth my money. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I curse on here or not? I don't know if you can or not. No, nah, we're unfiltered, Kevin. Oh, yeah, it's the title. unfiltered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So, so when they offer that kind of money, it's when you break it down per hour, what they expect it to be. It's something like $15 an hour. I go, no. You know, you make the same. You make, you make more pushing carts to Target than you do for that. I'll pass. Yeah. So it sounds like obviously you're not you're you're a person that that's not a huge uh, uh, you're not a huge fan of uh, of of patience. Uh, you'd no. rather <laughs> know if you had the gig or if you don't have the gig. You don't don't pencil push me. Don't fucking sugarcoat everything. Just tell me in advance. Do I have the fucking gig or not? So I know when to book my fucking flight. When to you know get the gas in the car and this and that. So yeah, yeah no. I, I'm the same way pretty much. Yeah. Thank God. There's not a lot of flying. I mean, I'm right by Manhattan. Manhattan's right outside my window. So I just take the, you know, I'm 10 minutes in the, from downtown. So it's like, Oh, you got the gig, you go to the studio or again, that's a lot before COVID. Now it's a lot of home studio stuff. So that way it's, uh, you don't have to leave your house. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you pretty much reside in my old backyard, uh, Kevin. I'm originally from uh, the Lower East Side of Manhattan okay. in the village. Nice. Uh, kind of went around the different parts of the South here. lived in Atlanta for a little bit and then now living in uh, Mickey Mouse. Well, not living in Mickey Mouse. That was a bad joke, guys. I live in Orlando, but, you know, Mickey Mouse's backyard. Sure. So to speak. Maybe not for long, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I liked Atlanta, but fucking this this city is, I mean, full of crackheads, fucking drugs, alcoholics. It's terrible here. Oh. But the weather's nice. <laughs> but other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Uh, eh. All right. Oh, that went over my head. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I see you got something coming up with uh, uh, some kind of like uh, spinoff or uh, sitcom with uh, the Karate Kid. Tell us a little bit about that. I don't. I don't have no idea what you're talking about. It's a spinoff of the Karate Kid. Uh, the Gutten. It's called Gutten the Scare. Gutting the Sacred. Gutting the Sacred Cow. No, that was our live show we did yeah. two years ago. <laughs> not really. Oh boy. Not really. Yeah, well, that's been out for yeah two years. We did our live show. Well, buddy, you better update the website because the website shows it on basically the top of the website. So I haven't. Yeah, I haven't updated the website in a bit. That is true. No, the live <laughs> show. The live show is great. We last year, so once a year, except for this year, we did that during COVID for the first time. We had we ran out of the theater because movie theaters are just obviously nothing new is coming out. So we ran out of the theater. We'd watch the movie, you know, that the, the guests wanted to do, which in that case was The Karate Kid. And then last year we did Office Space. And then we did a live episode of the uh, of the podcast after that. So, but Cutting the Sacred Cow, it's the best movie podcast you'll ever hear. And here's why. Because we invite guests, to com you know, other comedians or podcasters to pick a film they find overrated or hate. And they try to convince us to see their argument. But here's the twist. The film must meet one of these criteria. Why they beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. So you can't come on and go, well, Friday the 13th Part 8, that's a real piece of shit. Yeah, we know that. People have come on to try and take down Point Break, E.T., Back to the Future, Toy Story, Avengers Endgame, The Dark Knight. People, we give it a platform to people who have unpopular opinions about our most popular films of all time. So it's, it's, it's more yeah. for people to say, like, how the hell can someone hate, I don't know, 
Napoleon Dynamite or The Princess Bride or, or Christmas Story or, or the other ones I had mentioned. So I, and it's, I it's, can and it's funny that. Too. Oh, we already, I, did. I, I, we already I, did. I don't like Napoleon Dynamite. I think it's very overrated. So there it's you terrible. go. It's terrible. But I love Back to the Future, the trilogy, so much so after I saw Back to the Future, I bought a DeLorean. Metro has unlimited 5G for just $25. And a free Samsung Galaxy 5G. It's perfect. You're perfect. I love you. Oh. I love it. Switch and get unlimited 5G, just $25 a line, plus a free Samsung Galaxy 5G. Welcome to the Naturehood. A place of woods, water, and home. This is something new, something else, a whole new region in the making. With fresh Florida homes, just steps from big Florida nature. Models are now open. Sunbridge. A real live DeLorean? Yep, I've had two of my life. Best cars I ever owned. Now, of course, you can't compare them to 2,000 cars. You can't compare today's uh, uh, Corvette C8 or K8, which is finally a vet that I love. I hated the vets back then. I much preferred the DeLorean over the vet of the day then. Like the Stingray, people love those. I thought it was very overrated, a lot of hype, but a DeLorean wasn't a sports car, it was a touring coupe, but the Corvette never really was a true sports car when it first came out. Now, it's evolved into more of one, especially with the C or the K8, whatever it is, it looks more European, and I, I, I love the new Corvette look. But if I had my druthers, if I could have any car, again, it would either be my Porsche 944, but most likely a DeLorean. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Joseph, I'm, I'm more of a, of a Stingray Corvette type of fan. I like my Stingrays. Uh, I want to say between like 75 to like maybe 78. You and Joe, my favorite. You and yeah. Joe Biden. So you have that in 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 uh, common with Joe Biden. So I think you want to Joseph don't don't ever don't ever fucking bring that up again. I'm not a fucking Biden fan. I'm sorry. I am not a fucking Biden fan. Can't stand it. So So Kevin buddy, uh what else has been going on man with uh with some of your comedy, your podcasting, your voiceover? I see you're an actor. Uh barely. got any uh <laughs> Barely. Barely an actor. Barely, barely an actor. Barely. It's, I, would, I wouldn't even call barely it that. Barely a fucking actor? Yeah, no. What are you, like a, like a fucking movie extra or something? I, no, not at all. No, I mean, the podcast was really what's going on. Uh, I'll talk about that. Again, it's, a, it's the best movie review, movie debate podcast. What else I have going on, uh, I did a show called Comics Watching Comics that had eight seasons on Amazon Prime, and now it's found a home in the Facebook metaverse. So when you're done jerking off the VR porn, you can go head over to the joke community room and watch Comic Budget Comics, which is uh, it's a damn fine show, if I say so myself. It's last comic standing meets uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. So give that yeah. a look. 
And they also do a show. Yeah, we, we go ahead. Sorry, don't want to cut you off. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we we also see you do, you know, like these little uh, little like what do you call them? Like fucking kind of similar to like Saturday Night Live, like little spinoffs or uh, cameos of like different movies and different like products and stuff. I seen you do something with like an energy drink and uh, what the fuck was it? Uh, something else too. Yeah. It was an energy drink, and it was, like, related towards, like, Donald Trump campaign, and then... The oh, fucking, my God. Uh, no, that was for a buddy. The NFL. Yeah, no, that was for a buddy. Yeah. It was a commercial I did for him as a buddy of mine. He, uh... It was for some, like, caffeinated coffee drink he was backing, so he wanted me to to do that with him. So I did it as, like, a favor it was for a real... For a real... No, um... I also do a show called Fantasy Football Jibber Jabber. Obviously not on the air now, but we do it every football season where we combine... NFL betting advice with fantasy football advice with comedy because if you ever watch NFL shows, it's all just, you know, guys laughing over each other over shitty jokes. And it's just either NFL advice, betting advice, or it's fantasy football advice. And no one has married the two yet except for me. I did. Yeah. And also that's in the uh, the joke community room on in uh, the Facebook metaverse. So hopefully why? this metaverse thing takes off. Then I can retire and have a, a mega yacht. Hopefully yeah, these coins why? pay off. Why aren't you still doing it now? The XFL's on. The USFL is starting this weekend. Because no one gives a fuck about the XFL <laughs> or the USFL. That's why. And I don't know anything about it. So for me to try and come on and do handicapping or doing fantasy players, for Christ's sakes, that's that'd be insane. Would be just completely, you know, I, I would be doing myself a justice or trying to speak from somewhere, a place of authority when I know nothing on that. I know the NFL. I do not know either of those two, and nor do I care to know either. Savage unfiltered. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Deep fucking words. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm glad that football is on uh, more frequently. I enjoy the XFL and the USFL. I'm glad to see the Michigan Panthers coming back again because I, granted, they're all trying to get a gig in the big show again. No doubt, but I prefer the uh, the uh, hard nosed, uh, uh, hungry players over the whiny, overpaid millionaire bastards of the NFL. Yeah, well, if you watch the NFL or the XFL, like I did catch a, a few minutes of it a week or two ago, it's trash. The play is trash. Everyone's dropping passes. Offensive linemen aren't picking up blocking assignments. It's such it's watching Pee Wee football. Sorry yeah. if you're in the XL, you're watching. Yeah, we just but it's terrible to watch. Just skill level. That's why you watch the NFL because yeah. you're watching the best. It's yeah. painful to watch this bad football, which that is. Well, where like Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson may be paying you visit and have a bit to differ with you, but I I understand. Yeah. He has a product he, to promote. I don't. Yeah, he's and that's one not the, the XFL. One of the new owners of the XFL bought it from Vince McMahon after they went bankrupt because COVID shut it down. The second incarnation, but yeah, no, I. But again. So, yes, they are obviously not the top of the line, but I like those with heart. Like, I loved arena football when it first started, where we all were introduced to Kurt Warner, one of the best quarterback stories in the history of stories. But for every Kurt Warner, about 500,000 other people who never, ever sniff the NFL, let alone make the Hall of Fame. But that yeah, is true. great story that for sure. True. No one's arguing that. No one's arguing that at all. I, I, you know, to kind of 
uh, you know, commented this whole XFL and whatever the uh, fucking arena football or whatever you want to fucking talk about. I'm not a big fan of it. I really, I'm real, I'm not. I thought the original formula when they fucking did with the Vince McMahon WWE shit and then Dwayne The Rock tried to like fucking make it a little bit more better and put more hype into it. Uh, try to at least. I, I thought it was a big fucking flop. I really did. I'm not a big fan of it. You mean uh, you if, did not go goes... out and buy a He Hate Me jersey? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no, no. God, no. Uh, my, my, fuck, my fucking football team will forever be the New England Patriots. Yeah, I'm probably going to get a lot of fucking heat from Yuck. you on this, Kevin, because it seems like you're probably like either a New Jersey Jets or a Giants fan. I'm a right? Giants fan, so yes, uh, it yeah. was fun beating you twice in the Super Bowl. That was great. <laughs> well, remember, yeah, and it was also it was also fun, uh, you know, having uh, uh, Tom Brady get his balls, uh, you know, removed from that team. You know, of course, it was a lot of fucking heat. With uh, Bilicek and uh, Brady, of course, you know, when Brady was like, I'm going to make the big fucking jump over to Tampa Bay, you know. And I thought that was a mistake. Well, really remember. Not really, because he won a Super Bowl with them. So how is that a mistake? Yeah. Well, I, I think of I think of success-wise, I think of money. I, I think that he only did it, you know, for maybe a Super Bowl appearance. He thought he was going to. Obviously, you know, with Tampa and all oh, that. Oh, he, he did that for yeah. legacy. That was legacy, to be able to do it yeah. again with a different team. And I, I don't blame him for that, really. But remember, too, the AFC and NFC were different leagues at one time. New league, yeah. Remember, the ABA, the American Basketball Association, it takes time for new leagues to get to grow to get better, get better players, and then eventually, a lot of times, they merge with the other league. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Again, you know, uh, I'm glad additional people are getting opportunities. I, I'm a free market yeah. opportunity kind of guy. I'm glad to see some other people get opportunities. And speaking of sports, I heard you're a little late today because... You took your daughter to softball. I'm glad she's playing a real sport rather than soccer. Yeah, we don't do that in this house. Soccer, <laughs> soccer works faster than Ambien, so no thanks. <laughs> not, not, not. Hey, not, hey, not Kevin, I respect the hell out of you for saying that, man. Hat tip to you, buddy. Fucking soccer, man. If you're gonna play a fucking a sport, put the fucking soccer balls away, please. It's just, it's not made for America. It belongs in fucking Europe, not America. That's my personal opinion. I no, well, I don't you know. agree with that. I just find it very boring. I don't care where you play. It's just a boring sport altogether, and that's what it is. I, I will say there is yeah. a difference, though, between the outdoor soccer and the same with outdoor lacrosse. Boring as hell, low scoring. Indoor soccer? Whoa, 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 stop. You cannot tell me that fucking lacrosse is low scoring. All those games are 18 16, mm. dude. That's not even true. Well, that may be true nowadays because I don't watch No, that's it, not maybe true. It, it is true. Okay. All, the, all those lacrosse games are high scoring. But indoor lacrosse and indoor soccer, I, I love those. I was a Detroit Turbo season ticket holder for indoor lacrosse. You were the one. Yeah. And also Detroit Rockers Indoor Soccer League. A lot of fun. I bet. I'm sure it's a ton of fun to go to those things because 
It's a lot. It's a different crowd. It's it's not. It, they they you know what you're, you're getting you're, into. It's more of just an experience to hang out. Close. I get that. I'm sure it's fun. Everything in arena yeah. is better because you're you're. It's a lot more intimate and you're close. That was the same thing with the arena football. I mean, you got twenty thousand people rather than sixty thousand, and you're all right there. You're literally getting the balls. I was in the front row, literally catching players in my lap coming across. <laughs> the wall so. god joseph <laughs> that must have been hard when you had a full erection as they jumped in your lap <laughs> i don't know that one didn't hit yeah that. it goes back to my <laughs> no, but joseph's old so right back, over the head right joseph goes back to my viagra joke <laughs> i wouldn't call back joseph to that you'll be joke. one let's of those guys the in the audience yeah, Joseph, you'll be one of those guys in the audience at uh, at Kevin's uh, uh, shows, and and you're gonna be like, it's gonna take you probably like more than four minutes to get the fucking joke. Oh, right, oh no, no, no. But I I will definitely be a heckler. I hear you're coming to Detroit. Not a good <laughs> not a good idea. Very not very not not much of a good idea at all. That's what happens when bad things happen. Yeah. When people think they that they have to be part of the show. Think of this as a play. You're there to watch, not to not to interact. Right. Otherwise, that's what that's when you get embarrassed. No, I, I embarrassed. understand that was hey. that was a joke, and hey, I understand hey, Kevin, you're I got coming a question to Detroit. To though, if you're yeah, coming to Detroit, you need to let me know. Maybe we can have lunch before your show, Seven, and I will pass one, your name along two, to Sal, Ken, and Charlene at the comedy room, which is part of Portofino, a restaurant downtown Wyandotte, where I actually live, and. Maybe they could have you out to the comedy room. I'll let you know when I'm out in Detroit then. What was your question? I'm sorry, Mike. What was your question? Uh, I was going to basically say the same question, Joseph. Oh. But Joseph just basically fucking put it in there for me. Ha! Thanks, Joseph. I jerk off. Anyway. it. <laughs> you, you fucking did something. Uh, you know, Kevin, I... Uh, before we close it out, before, you yeah. know, obviously, yeah, thanks, 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 uh, thanks, uh, Joseph. I got to deal with you and I got to deal with fucking producer Shaky over here fucking doing a graduate <laughs> fucking studio. It still stinks like shit in this room. But anyway, yeah, good, good stuff. Kevin, buddy, uh, yeah. for some of the listeners that listen to the show on uh, Spotify, iHeart, including uh, our video here on Rumble. Uh, obviously, they can find you on your website, um, kevingoatee.com. Uh, where else can they find you besides your website? I know you are on possibly social media. Oh, yeah. And that's, the, and that's, yeah. Plugging anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. That's, the, that's the best place to find me. I'm so lazy with the website. Guttingthesacredcow.com. There you have it. That's where, where you find all the podcast stuff. That's where you find out what you can, I mean, as you said before, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Do me a favor. Like and subscribe to the show. It, it helps. It sounds so dumb, but it helps. As well as leave a five-star rating and write a quick two or three-sentence review. It helps the algorithm. It helps get the show out way more uh, easier to, to, to reach the masses. And um, on YouTube, same thing. Like and subscribe. That's a big, big, big help. At GTSC Podcast on Twitter. Gutting the Sacred Cow Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, if it doesn't get banned any, anytime soon. Uh, those are the main places, but just check out the podcast, download it. If you like films, if you like hearing people be smart asses about it and hearing people, we also do segments too, by the way, we read five fun facts. We also read my favorite, the critics five and one star reviews, but the Amazon five and one star reviews, 
I mean, people go down the goddamn wormhole with this, with their conspiracy theory bullshit about something like, I don't know, the Goonies. It's hilarious. So we have segments <laughs> on the show besides I people try it. to convince us. Oh, it's great. It's so much fun. Well, Every week it comes out. This week's episode is going to be The Game, which was Michael Douglas, and that's Chuck Nice, the comic, who is going to try and take that down. The following week, my buddy Mike Price, one of the writers for The Simpsons, is going to try and take down, um, oh, Dead Poet Society. Ooh, there you go. That's yeah. There you go. And guys, we yeah. put up a um, hold that thought, uh, Joseph. We put up a uh, a QR code here for uh, for Mister Goatee here. If you scan that QR code, guys, it's going to go right directly to his website. All oh, that's so cool, man! There, nice. That's, that's a really everything. Yeah, check that. That's QR a real good code. idea, man. That's, that's cool. Both. You guys did that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I want to welcome Kevin. It's uh, it's a lot of shows are doing the QR code, and I I, I believe it's you know it's. It's something that catches attention, and it works on both Android and iPhone, guys. So scan that QR code. Yeah, excellent, excellent I, stuff. I want, Joseph, you had something, buddy. Yeah, I wanted you know, to follow up. You're creeping like a fucking tail. <laughs> I wanted to follow up with what Kevin said there. Yes, please. The trolls, the haters love to engage in their cancel culture bullshit and attack people they don't like. It's sad, but people who like things, like Kevin Goatee's comedy, uh, are reluctant to go back and leave the four- and five-star review, like mine and Michael's books. We've got liberal trolls attacking us on Amazon, leaving bad reviews to try to cancel culture the book. They always do, Joseph. Even if you're They're assholes. Yeah, even if you're mildly like Kevin's comedy. Give him a four or five star review. Five star, not four or five. Damn it. Well, I, you know what, I write. <laughs> Give I, him a fucking five, Joseph. Well, yeah. I write not in a four. How to write a book and get it published? People often dismiss a one or a five because they think it's an insider just giving you a five star for the sake of a five star. So a four is actually more believable. Nobody's I'll take a five. perfect. Good words. <laughs> Good words. I'll take the five. I'll be Kevin, crazy. buddy, thanks uh, Thanks for coming out today, man. Thanks for being part of Savage Unfiltered, buddy. And uh, you have a good rest of your afternoon. Hat tip to you, sir. Thank Fellas, you very much. thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure chatting with you boys. Have a great day yourselves. See you when you're in Detroit. Take it we'll easy. We'll do. Take care. All righty. All right. All right, guys, you just heard um, – uh, Kevin Goatee here on Savage Unfiltered. Uh, funny, funny guy here. Funny, funny guy. Uh, Joseph, what'd you think real quick before we get in, get into the next one? Obviously. Oh yeah. Again, I mean, you know, it's like a book, comedy books, different genres. You know, and you can have a bad set as a comedian. So don't judge based on one set, one show. You know, uh, and he may not be everybody's cup of tea, just like my book and your book won't be everybody's cup of tea. But again, uh, even if you're mildly amused or, you know, remotely like me and Michael on our show, leave us a four-star review because the leftist trolls attack us to destroy our yeah. ratings. In the review chapter, people who are reluctant to go back and say yeah. so. We need yeah, you I, I, to act. <laughs> I thought he was. Uh, 
I thought he was he was he was good. Little little vicious in some parts. <laughs> Maybe that's part of his act or something. But he was a little vicious. Did you get the vicious kind of? You him? know, I gotta close this out. Dude, poor sauce is waiting in the green okay. room. But, yeah. but we we gotta bring him and Mr. Herpes on together. Oh God, that would be a fucking crazy free crazy. <laughs> Cameo between both uh, comedians. That would, I don't know. That'd be fun. I think Uncle I think Kevin would be like, "What fucking Twilight Zone am I in?" Holy shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, really. But good again, stuff, that, make, that makes that makes my here. point though. Genres, differences. You may like Uncle Herpes humor. You may like Kevin Goatees. You may like both. You may like neither. Uh, the last comedy show I saw was Joe DeVito in Ann Arbor. I love Joe DeVito. I wanted to mention him while Kevin was on, but for, forgot. But, you know, again, every book, every comedian is not going to be your cup of tea. That doesn't mean you should then shit on them with negative reviews. Just move on, yeah. find those you like, and so, leave them good reviews. So, so, so Joseph, as, as I take it, I, I got fucking Windex, uh, not Windex, but uh, Freshener here. With, it still stinks like shit in this room. Jakey, don't ever fucking do that again. You motherfucker, you. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, tell everybody what you told me on IG the other day about that meal you had. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell I, that on the next I show. I bet you stunk I, up your I, I, house. I got to bring Sasha. He's waiting in the fucking green room. You know, I got to bring him in because Sasha is like, he's. it looks like he's going to have a fucking, like, an ulcer or something. It's going to explode. But, uh, yeah. As I close it up, Joseph, can I say, sadly, you're not a big fan of Goatee or, or are you a fan Again, of let me repeat what I said. He I didn't like your joke, I but, yeah. only saw one set, and I thought it was rather iffy. That's just me being Well, that honest. was going back. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was like, the way his joke came in, he's talking about Donald Trump. That Look, we all need to come together for the greater good. Allow me to introduce you to Java Kick, a light, refreshing soft drink with elements of coffee and cola. I mean, this is something we can all agree on. This is a healthier alternative to soft drinks. Java Kick is vegan friendly and gluten free, and it gives you that extra focus you need in the afternoon with healthier ingredients and without the crash of energy drinks. Java Kick will satisfy everyone's cravings and give you the boost you need in the afternoon. I prefer my Java Kick after 5 p.m. Okay, whatever works for you, there's no wrong way to drink it. Just make sure you enjoy your Java Kick responsibly. And welcome to a whole new generation of coffee drinkers. Let's tear down the walls of the soft drink industry. Order some on Amazon right now, and let's make coffee breaks fun again. Well, to, to him, two years ago, it was like a long-ass right. time. But apparently, Pe to us, it's, you People know. grow. I'm sure yeah. he got better, and his jokes have yeah. improved. Now, that yeah. doesn't mean I'm going to go attack him with a negative review. I'm going to give him a second <laughs> chance because he yeah. seems like a likable guy. Don't attack uh, people just because they hey. have one bad show. <laughs> 
Hey, Joseph, he's a lot better than uh, New York City's Brian. Remember Brian? Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted God. you to bring him Brian, up. go back to the oh, sketch room and, and work on your jokes, but, you buddy. know, give Brian a couple of years. Again, what did I just say? Everybody starts somewhere. I didn't just write to an internationally bestseller book yesterday. I've been writing right. since I was young. I got better over time. Everybody starts yeah. somewhere. Cut people a break. Give them time. Let them grow. Let them get better. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Remember, keep it savage. We'll see you on the next one, guys. Take it easy.